Welcome to another episode of the Agile Weekly Podcast. I'm Clayton Lengelzigich. I'm Derek Neighbors. And I'm Pavel Budzinski. And so, uh, welcome, Pavel. We've uh, found an article that you wrote. It's uh, titled The Myth of 100% Utilization. So I was curious if you could kind of explain a little bit about the motivations of uh, for writing this one, um, and then kind of what you mean um, is in terms of what's the myth of 100% utilization. If you could just introduce that topic a little bit, that would be great. Well, so, so, so the motivation to write the piece was that what I see over and over again in different organizations is that the organizations or managers are trying to optimize the way people work, the way they, they, they companies work, in a way that everyone has something to do all the time. So we, we basically are trying to utilize people for, for, for whole time. So we aim for 100% utilization. And if you learn a bit more about the subject, uh, you start thinking that it's not the best way uh, of organizing work. Well, basically what we are doing when implementing Kanban, we introduce whip limits, work in progress limits, uh, and if whip limits are set correct, it usually means that we have some idle time, that people have some idle time, which is called slack time. Um, And it actually is a mechanism that makes the team, makes organization improve. So, well, my main motivation was sharing the idea, was was spreading the word, but, um, well, what what, what I tried to do is try to explain why thinking of of utilization in in the first place is, is the wrong idea to have. So is there a, a good level of slack time or, you know, kind of the amount of, of time that you think on average a team should spend kind of with no, you know, assigned tasks, so to speak? Or is that going to vary from team to team and situation to situation? Uh, well, when you, when you think about utilization in terms of, you know, different contexts, for example, I don't know, um, traffic on a highway, uh, there is... I don't remember the numbers, but something something around, I believe, 70%, uh, which is the optimum, which is the point where, you know, most cars are going through the highway. Um, however, I would say that in terms of teams, it's not that simple. That you can say that, I don't know, that people should have, like, or the team should have, like, around 20 or 30% of slack time, um, what I believe in is experimenting. So that you should try to tweak whip, lim- whip limits. You should try to tweak, you know, the, the way you organize work in your team, and to measure what is the optimal way of, of working in your case. Especially that, um, well, in terms of knowledge work, it's we deal with high variability of, of, of tasks we, we, we work on. So it's not that, you know, one car passes through the highway in pretty much the same time as another, because our, our tasks differ. So it, 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 can, be, it, it can be said said that there is some kind of ideal number, 
I believe every team needs to find their own their own sweet spot, and it will be floating. By the way, it's not it's not something that it's set for for for, for a longer time. And in terms of the the time that they ha- so let's say that a team has um, some slack time is. Like, what do they do with that time? Is that time that they burn down technical debt or fix defects or, or experiment with new things? Um, you know, if I'm a manager and, and I'm willing to accept that the the team should have some you know slack time to do other things or not be 100 percent utilized, then you know, what are they doing with that time? Is it, are they doing nothing, or what exactly would that look like? Uh, it would depend on on policies you have in your team because you ha- you you can have some guidelines. What uh, what kind of tasks people should choose the fir- first during slack time? But um, well, most of teams I know um, have much freedom in terms of how they use the, 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 the slack time. And in ideal world, in by the way, this is something I, I, I teach I teach when I'm when I'm teaching Kanban. So in ideal world, it would be that. The first, the first task would, which would be taken would be either swarming on tasks that, that, that are in our bottleneck. So for, let, let's consider the situation that we have, like, say, two many developers and we have too, too few testers or quality engineers. So we have this bottleneck in testing. So basically... After some time, one of our develop, developers would would have this slack time, and then the in ideal world, he would he would either take one one task and test test it, or maybe swarm with one of quality engineers to well to deal with with uh, the other task to deal with it faster. However, well, we don't live in in ideal world, so most of the time. When a developer faces the, say, opportunity to test, he will do anything to avoid this, you know, using this opportunity. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, but that's, well, in the long run, that's, that's even better. Because usually they, they would spend time, you know, uh, working on, on things to, that optimizes the whole process. For example, uh, automating some, some, some testing. Because this is fun, this is still development, and yet it helps you know quality engineers to to shorten the time they spend on on their regular tasks so this this is the story of one of my teams that actually working on this kind of task, automating tests, improving code quality, um, simplifying configuration, we were able to remove this bottleneck in testing. Because well, because we improved the way we built the code, the way we built we built up. So developers had fun working on in, during the, the, the slack time, and still we improved the whole process, whole end-to-end process. So I would say that it's pretty safe to leave much freedom to to the team, to to team members to choose what they are doing during slack time. So, you know, I, I followed uh, you and uh, Jurgen kind of uh, bantering back and forth on this a few months back where, you know, maybe it's optional task kind of stuff. Maybe it's an important task. Uh, maybe it's my uh, inability from the English language perspective. But I'm feeling a very strong disconnect 
to the logic. So what I'm hearing is that people should not be 100% utilized, um, yet they should have slack time, and in the slack time they should be doing things that propel uh, the company or the sprint or the team forward. And to me, that's a total disconnect. So if, if we say that it's, you should be doing something for the company 100% of the time that you're at work, and then we go, well, no, we don't really believe that. What we really believe is that you should only plan 80% of your work, but the other 20% that's not planned, you should still be doing something that moves the team forward. I, to, to me, I'm having a disconnect there in the sense of, for me, I guess I'm more of a believer that in creative work, you need to allow your brain time to process things. So if you're building in, I don't want to say slack time, because I, I just think it's a horrible terminology and, and a ho- horrible expression because it has so many <laughs> um, meanings within the English language that are, are bad, right? Like it's baggage with it. It is, you know, I, 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 you know, maybe the Pomodoro method is an easier way to articulate it that, you know, you're doing some volume of work, whether it, you know, be 60%, 80%, 90%, some, some planned form of work. And then the remainder is really more of a state of play where you allow your mind to go process, you know, whether it be go play a video game or play, table tennis or, you know, go take a walk, you know, around the campus, uh, whatever. I guess to me, I was kind of thinking that that was more um, the concept of not being 100% utilized is that when you're not being fully utilized, that there's some cycles in there outside. So maybe if you could help clarify some of that, it would help me. Uh, Okay. Um, So the first thing is that we look at... uh the, 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 fir- the, the first point, the first perspective. When we look at 100% utilization from perspective of building new features of doing our regular work. So uh, when we introduce with limits, we try to avoid starting too many things at once before finishing some of them. So this is, this is the first thing. However, you, you aren't forced, you aren't actually forced to do, you know, this, this improvement work during slack time. You can perfectly, well, you can perfectly, perfectly do nothing. You can take a walk, you can take a break, you can do nothing in terms of, you know, building any value. And it would it would still result in in better effectiveness of of, of the team as a whole. Um, however, what I fi- find typical is that people actually do find time to well to think, do find time to have a break and I don't know play football or or whatever. They don't have problems like this, and they still are starting too much, you know, too many tasks, concurrent tasks, and they still build those huge, huge queues in the process, which make, well, the work of the whole team ineffective. So, well, I, I, I don't really see, you know, introducing whip limits, introducing slack time as a way of, you know, building the, this spare time to think, because from what I witness in many organizations is that people, whenever they need, they actually take this time to think, to take a break, to refresh themselves, but they, do, they still do have problems with effectiveness, you know, like in this other area. Uh, so so this, this, this is my view on, 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 on this subject. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any easy answers. I think that we can all all agree that you end up with queuing problems if you have kind of the 100% working on feature mentality and don't have any kind of slack to deal with, you know, the world around you. And I think we can probably all agree that, that creative people need some time to process things. It's just a matter of what we call it and how it's planned for and uh, how it's probably communicated to managers or people paying the bills in a, in a way that, you know, that they can understand that they don't feel like, you know, people are not, you know, not working on whatever is the most, to them, feels like the most pressing thing, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I had one question about if you have, like, say, for instance, like a scrum team and they're using a commitment-driven approach or capacity planning where they say, you know, we have 100 hours of available capacity for this sprint and they, they pull in stories and as they pull them in and they task them out and everything and they kind of try and build up until they get to that 100 hours. And let's say they've been doing that for a while where they're trying to pull in as many tasks as they can that think they can commit to based on their capacity. Would you recommend that they maybe lower their capacity a little bit so that they do have some of that slack time? Do you think that would be beneficial to that team? Uh, I would definitely try the, this kind of experiment uh, because, well... What you end up when you when you try to pull as much as much as possible, you end up doing you know features, doing tasks, those regular tasks, uh, all the time. So basically, what you what you don't have time for is this kind of improvement work. Um, so, well, when we are thinking about a classic Scrum team, they well. In sprints, we limit work in progress in in, in pretty different way than than, than we do in, in Kanban. We don't sure. try to limit uh, we don't try to limit um, the number of tasks which are on on this stage or the other stage. But we just 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 have time boxing, which is just the other idea how how we can limit limit work in progress because we can only have that many features that suit into into our sprint. Uh, and not not any single more. Uh, so I would definitely I would definitely advise well trying to 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 introduce some like time for improvement. So maybe uh, maybe to commit to a one feature less or one story less, and see what happens. If if nothing changes, well, it's not a problem in Scrum. It's not a problem to pull uh, one more story at at later time during sprint, especially that we usually have this this uh, this, this this bunch of stories that might might be in sprint, but we don't commit to them, right? Right. So I think we're actually about out of time here, but if uh, listeners want to find you, you know, maybe a, a blog or on Twitter, um, or if there's anything that you've been interested in lately in the community that you'd like to share with uh, the audience, uh, if you could just let them know where they could check you out and see some more of your uh, your articles. Well, so basic basic place when where people can find me is is the blog, which is blog.brodzinski.com. B R O D Z I N S K I. Um, the Twitter handle is Pavel Brodzinski, which is my first name and surname. 
Uh, basically, put those in the show notes for you. Yeah, but basically, if you Google my my surname, uh, all all the top results are are somehow connected with me as the, the name isn't that popular. I guess <laughs> that's a good one to have. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, well, uh, thanks a lot for joining us today. We really appreciate it, and uh, we look forward to having you on again. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Hey, bye. Is there something you'd like to hear in a future episode? Head over to integramtech.com slash podcast, where you can suggest a topic or a guest. Looking for an easy way to stay up to date with the latest news, techniques, and events in the Agile community? Sign up today at agileweekly.com. It's the best Agile content delivered weekly for free. The Agile Weekly Podcast is brought to you by Integram Technologies and recorded at Gangplank Studios in Chandler, Arizona. For old episodes, check out integramtech.com or subscribe on iTunes.